At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. The warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is v Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on v the sports betting network. And then there were two Eagles Chiefs Super Bowl 57. It is upon us with the top seeds in each conference going head to head on February 12th with the Lombardi Trophy on the line. Going to be a ton of fun alongside my esteemed co host, Matt Brown. I'm Stormy Bon and Tony. This is a special Super Bowl big game props edition of VSIN Final Countdown from our beautiful South Point studio in Las Vegas. Matt, there are thousands of props available for the Super Bowl. And we're going to try to get into as many markets as humanly possible over the course of the next two hours. Yeah, we will break these down. Listen, these lines are going to be rapidly moving as we get closer to kickoff. So multiple different ways that these things could end up when it's all said and done. But I'm super excited to dig into the menu that it would take days to get all the way through, but we'll do the best we can over the next two hours. Yeah, so we'll do some of the, you know, more common props available, passing, rushing, receiving, touchdowns, but also some of the more exotic. I know all y'all care about the Gatorade colors, the coin toss numbers. I've done a deep dive, so I will deliver those numbers no problem. But uh, a big part of what drives the way that we ultimately bet props for a game like this depends a lot on game script and what we expect to happen in this game. So before we get into some of these individualized markets, Matt, what is your just approach and view of how the Super Bowl is going to go? Yeah, sitting a point and a half in favor of the Eagles, 50 and a half, 50 is the total. And this is like one of those games where we're seeing with that total, with that line, it looks like it's supposed to be close. It looks like we're supposed to get points from both sides in this one. So again, as we're going through these props, 
we are going to have to take that into consideration. How is this game in your mind going to play out? Because again, no matter what these, this tells us, you have to go in, you have to tell yourself a story, and then with that story, you need to tell that story in your props. That's one of the biggest things about all of this is don't tell a story in your head of how the game's going to go and then bet against your story as you continue on with the props. Absolutely. And, you know, a fun, obviously I said top seeds in each of these conferences. It's a fun best on best in a lot of areas. Most notably, the Chiefs, the number one rated offense in the NFL this year, top scoring offense against an Eagles defense that we know has been one of the best in the NFL all year long as well. And their offense ain't no slouches. They've had a lot of success here early on. So you ready to dive into our first market? Let's do it. All right. Okay. The first thing we're going to look at, we got to talk quarterbacks. They are the story. No doubt. There's been a lot of attention paid to chiefs quarterback, Patrick Mahomes and his health this postseason. So it's a matter of fact for you, whether or not you want to put that into your handicap or not. So I personally don't, especially based on what we saw early on. Uh, I'm sorry, not early on, but what we've seen from Patrick Mahomes in critical moments when he needs to be great. He always seems to do that. His passing yards prop sitting at 290 and a half. It's at minus 115 for the over or the under in this one. Passing touchdowns every single game this season. He's been sitting at two and a half. Yeah, if we take a look at this and, and we talk a lot about this over the course of the next two hours with what do you think the game script, what do you think the game state is going to be. And if you take a look at Patrick Mahomes and the way that this offense wants to run, they are very pass heavy on early downs in neutral situations, which means if the game is within a score, they are most likely to want to lean towards passing the ball as opposed to running the ball, which is why Patrick Mahomes number is as high as it is. This is also factoring in that it seems like his ankle is going to be okay as well. So I've run different projections as to how I think that the game could go. I have Patrick Mahomes as low as 272 yards, and that is in a more, uh, not necessarily a neutral situation for them, but more of a Chiefs kind of, let's say, owning a lead for a good majority of the game. I have it as high as 318 should they be trailing in this game and they have to pick things up. And I know this is a little bit boring, but in the, the kind of the, the median projections about 285 yards, mm. which is kind of right on where, you know, this mm. number is is sitting right now. I do think, though, if you believe that this game is going to play pretty tight and you believe that this Eagles team is going to be able to keep this thing pretty close, I would I would be playing the over as opposed to the under on Mahomes because, again, they do tend to lean to pass more in early downs whenever the games are close. He has gone over his prop in 12 of 19 games this season, obviously led the NFL in passing yards during the regular season. Did you know, Matt, no quarterback who has won the passing yards title has also gone on to win the Super Bowl that same season. I thought that was an interesting fact as I was going through my numbers this morning. It is always an interesting fact whenever you can come through with something like oh that, Stormy. I, I mean, say. it's amazing. One of the things we will say, <laughs> and this is uh, this will be a theme throughout the course of the show. Listen, we are talking about if you want to bet overs, typically better to bet them earlier. If you want to bet unders, typically better to wait a little bit. We know that the betting public wants to see things happen. <laughs> they want yardage. They want touchdowns. They want everything and all of that. So, again, typically we want to bet overs earlier. We want to bet unders later. Okay, so continuing down some of these Mahomes numbers, though, interceptions. Despite having 12 picks on the season, he's thrown just one INT the last six games. Longest completion, um, sitting there 37 and a half. 
has not yet hit a target over 30 yards this postseason, but saw at least one completion go over this number 12 games in the regular season. What about that passing and rushing yards? You said a little bit ago that you would go over if you had to in the passing yards um, category there. What about combined with the rush yards? We know he can be mobile, but do you take that ankle into account at all here? Yeah, I, I'm going into this thinking that he's going to be basically 100%. I mean, it won't be 100%, 100%, but 95% of Patrick Mahomes is basically 100% of every other quarterback in the NFL. <laughs> and so I'm that's kind of how I'm handicapping this. The thing is, is we just don't see designed runs really from this team. So you are then at that point just kind of having to guess a little bit as to how many scrambles is he going to have, right? How many broken plays, how many different things are that? Because one of the things we probably won't get just for the threat of that ankle acting up again is very many designed runs mm -hmm. from him. One thing I am actually interested in, maybe a little bit more than doing the combined pass and rush yards is just an alt over on his passing yards because if you take the alt over 300 at DraftKings, it's even money. So mm -hmm. don't hate that. Uh, Mahomes in his playoff career, 10 and three, averaged 300.2 yards per game, 32 touchdowns, a seven INT ratio, about two and a half touchdowns per game and a 106.1 passer rating. Now let's look over to the Eagles side of things and your boy Jalen Hurts, his passing yards prop sitting at 242 two and a half minus 105 to the over and minus 125 to the over this prop a little bit higher than his prop average during the course of the season which was around 237 and a half his actual passing yards per game have been 233.9 went under his posted prop in nine games any feel here yeah, this one is going to be an under for me, but I'm going to be waiting until closer to kickoff because, as I mentioned, specifically, too, one thing we have to keep in mind, there's a legalized betting state where this uh, where this team is located, and when people decide that they want to come in and start betting these props, it's going to be over city on this thing, and I am going to be coming in on the under on passing yards for Jalen Hurts, and it has nothing to do mm -hmm. with the success of the Eagles actually I lean more towards the Eagles in this game. And the reason why that I would be coming in on an under for them is I think their path to victory in this game is not going to rely on Jalen Hurts having to throw for 300 yards, right? I think their path to victory in this game would be running the ball a little bit more effectively. And so through that, that leads me more towards an under on Jalen Hurts. I mean, listen, my baseline projection has this pretty close to where we're at right now, like at 241.7, right? Which is basically right on where this number is. But if I go with kind of how the game script for me plays out, then I'm going to be coming in on the under with Jalen Hurts, which again, I think the number drifts another mm -hmm. few yards before kickoff. Completion sitting at 21 and a half attempts, 32 and a half. Both of those numbers tied for his highest in both categories all season long in the prop market. Passing touchdowns over under one and a half TDs. And so let me try to sell you on this one. Mm -hmm. Jalen Hurts to throw a touchdown in the first quarter. Yes, is plus 215. Had an NFL best 15 passing touchdowns in the first quarter. Also led the league in first quarter QBR this year. Third and first quarter yards and ninth and first quarter completion percentage. Thank you, ESPN sports and information group for all of those wonderful little nuggets there but I think that that's a good number for something that's happened more often than not yeah I mean if if they get into scoring it, that's the other thing about this with Jalen Hurts one thing to keep in mind here the Chiefs defense though they did play better over the second half of the season were still really really bad in the red zone they struggled a lot keeping guys out of the end zone and so what we're probably not going to see very often 
is this Eagles team get down close and have to come away and settle for a field goal, right? And we know Sirianni has been fairly aggressive too. Mm -hmm. So if we do find them in a situation where it's a fourth and short or whatever it might be, they might actually go for it, right? So you might even get an extra opportunity to get that home. And we've talked a lot throughout the course of the season and the playoffs at how good the Eagles are just in general scoring on that opening drive and collecting points early. A league-high 62 points scoring on opening drives in the regular season. And then uh, against the 49ers and the Giants, they were able to get in the end zone. Only one of those was a passing touchdown. But I like the number at plus 215. And, and, and not to bury the lead here, there is still the injury concern with Jalen Hurts, right? Fair, and so very th fair. that is something I think it's fair for us to at least bring up. I understand it will be a long time for him to have rested this shoulder and a lot of therapy and every kind of rehab you can possibly get. But maybe this injury is just something that you can't fix with rest, right? Maybe it's something he's going to have to get an off-season procedure. They'll never tell us, Stormy. We don't have that type of information, but that's at least something to keep in the back of your mind that there's always that lingering. And it's a little bit challenging to handicap, too, because in the instances that we've seen Jalen Hurts in the playoffs, like their team has had such a significant mm -hmm. lead that he hasn't really been tested as much to see how he can react in those critical and, and, moments. And that is like the last reason here in which I lean towards an under on a passing yards here for Jalen Hurts is one of the things this team does is really good at playing bully ball. And if they get ahead of you, they can run it down your throat and they are okay with running it down your throat. And so there, I think there's multiple paths to this kind of getting home, even with an Eagles victory mm -hmm. and him not throwing for whatever the posted yards are by the time this thing kicks off. I think it is a little bit interesting that both of these quarterbacks dealing with some sort of an ailment. And I mean, top tier guys, mm. both were in the MVP conversation. It of course looks like Patrick Mahomes is going to be the one yes. that takes that thing home because we didn't get to see Jalen Hurts as much in those last couple games of the regular season. But really interesting stuff here with a combined age, mind you, of 51 years and 333 days. Patrick Mahomes and Jalen Hurts are the youngest quarterback pair to face off in a Super Bowl since Joe Montana and Dan Marino back in 1984. They are the youngest duo to do it. And I know that this one is going to be fun. We'll see you who has the... Uh, if only. Yes. Thank you, NFL Films, for helping <laughs> me remember that game. When we come back, a look at both teams' other offensive playmakers, who these guys are going to be dishing the ball out to, and what we think they can do come Super Bowl Sunday. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. 
Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. we got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs... Yeah, like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Some people try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. This is v Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on v the Sports Betting Network. The big game means big plans for v the Sports Betting Network. v is going to be in the middle of all the action, broadcasting live from Radio Row in Phoenix, Arizona. With athlete and celeb interviews, plus our experts breaking down the game, you won't want to miss any of our v coverage. Huddle up and watch Follow the Money. We've got the Lombardi Line, our wonderful program, v Final Countdown and v Prime Time. All live from Radio Row beginning next week for betting splits, expert picks, and big game props. Head over to vsin.com. That's V-S-I-N.com. Stormy Bonantoni and Matt Brown with you from the South Point in Las Vegas as we continue our big game props betting special. And uh, some of the most bet props on a regular week-to-week basis also available in the Super Bowl. I don't know if you knew that. Rushing, receiving, uh, all that good stuff. So let's get into it. Um, let's start on the Chiefs side of things here for receivers. No secret to anybody out there that Travis Kelsey is target numero uno for Patrick Mahomes. A big game player steps it up in the playoffs. I missed his receiving number, Matt. 
Mm. By a half a yard last week, he had 78. The number was sitting at 78 and a half. Currently, we are seeing the odds over at DraftKings at 80 and a half. Ooh, it's a high number. Can he get there? This thing opened 78 and a half. We didn't take long for this to get where we're at right now. And listen, as we approach kickoff, this is definitely going to be one of the ones that runs for multiple different reasons. One, he's kind of the name brand guy there for mm -hmm. the Chiefs, right? And when everybody decides they're going to come in and start betting on these props next week, Travis Kelsey's going to be the guy they gravitate to, not really any of these ancillary pieces in the past game. So that is another reason why, if you do want an over on Travis Kelsey, this is a guy I will advocate for to bet early in, if, in, in as, literally as soon as you could possibly do it because this number it would not surprise me if by the time we get to kickoff, we're looking five more yards, you know, 85, 86, 87, something like that, because everybody's going to bet the over on Travis Kelsey. And listen, almost maybe rightfully so, because you do have these receivers that are all nicked up for mm -hmm. Patrick Mahomes, and you have to think that when you get to the Super Bowl, what is Patrick Mahomes going to do? Patrick Mahomes is going to go to his guy, right? And this is one of the first bets that I put into my account was Travis Kelsey over on the receiving yards. It's the only one that I think will – air quote, you know, come out as the kind of the public play that, that I think has a really, really good chance of getting home because Travis Kelsey is just the, the man. He's the guy. The volume is going to be there. It's certainly not going to be for a lack of trying, mm -hmm. right? Like the targets and the target share are going to be going Kelsey's way. Now, will they all be completed and how, how much will he turn that into yardage? We shall see, but I, I will bet on the opportunity. Seven previous uh, playoff games, he's had at least 90 yards. Also had 10 catches on 15 targets in his last Super Bowl appearance. My only question is because you do mention so many of those other receiving weapons got a little bit nicked up in the conference championship game. Is there a fear that he's going to be paid even more attention to, that he's going to be double teamed more, that that might steer you off the number? I mean, you said it's already in the account, but just curious. Yeah, it, it, I mean, there's certainly a concern for that a little bit, but they have that weird connection. It is that unspoken mm -hmm. thing where it's like they go to playground football and Travis Kelsey just knows exactly where to go, where Patrick Mahomes is thinking he's going to go. And then they complete a pass that we're all, you know, sitting at home and our jaws drop and we go, how do they, how do they possibly do that? And so I think we see a lot of that. And of course, just some really good design stuff from Andy Reid having two weeks to prepare for this game to get the ball into his guy's hands and the guy that's their biggest playmaker. So really do like Kelsey props here. The, other couple, if you're watching at home, Jarek McKinnon and Isaiah Pacheco that are on the screen there for the Chiefs, it is two guys that I do believe if the game script kind of goes against Kansas City, we might see them get a little bit more involved in the pass game, running more routes and things like that, but nothing that I really want to, to bet on those guys. What about on the ground? Any interest there with those? Yeah, so on the rushing side of things for the Chiefs, it is fairly interesting when you look because there's no real bell cow back here. I understand Pacheco has certainly taken control of the backfield, but they're going to give McKinney some touches. I mean, McKinnon some catches. In, I like uh, McKinney, in, though. That has a good reason. Yeah, I know. They're going to give McKinnon some touches in this game for sure. And listen, there is not a – there's a non-zero chance Clyde Edwards-Alaire could be active as well for this game. And, like, even though they're not going to give him a ton of work, even if he siphons off – two carries, three carries or whatever, that is that is pretty massive for a guy like McKinnon who's only going to get a handful of carries anyway. And now if one of those carries happens to get taken away from him, it's a pretty big deal. I think that these rushing lines are pretty close and pretty on. And honestly, I think from a, from a betting standpoint, really – you're kind of looking at the Mahomes one going, how many times is Mahomes going to take off, right? I mean, that really truly is what you're what you're looking at here. I'm not worried about the ankle at all. We know he is fine with running the ball. When he, when he sees a lane, he is fine going with it. 
if anything, it would be looking at a Mahomes type uh, rushing yards problem. Okay, let's look at the Eagles receivers. Uh, Whiteout numero uno, A.J. Brown with the highest numbers on the board, 72 and a half. Chiefs play a lot of man-to-man, so this could play to his advantage. I'm not sold on Casey's rookie field secondary and then being able to defend him. We know he has been quiet so far in the postseason, but during the regular season, average 88 yards per game. And the way that the games have played out here early on in the playoffs hasn't really called for a lot of you know long downfield passing because they've been leading by such a significant margin. If we take a look and kind of starting at the top of the board here with A.J. Brown, the 72 and a half yards, five and a half catches. Now, the five and a half catches, if you want the over, is actually at plus 110. So your $100 bet is actually going to return you $110. So you're getting more money than you bet there because him getting six catches is the underdog in this one. And so if we take a look, I think you can get to the 73 yards without getting there with the receptions. A.J. Brown is a guy that is good with some yak. He is a guy that can be a downfield threat for them as well. I'm much more prone to bet the over if I wanted to bet an over on A.J. Brown on the yardage than I would be on Mm -hmm. the receptions because I truly believe he can get there to the 73 without having to get to the six catches. And so that's how I would play A.J. Brown would be on the yardage side of things as opposed to the reception side of things. Now, one of the things we definitely know with Devonta Smith is he's kind of a, a boomer bust type guy. He has had some massive games. He's had some really, really dud games. And where do we think that he's going to fit in in this in this one? And Stormy, when you take a look, I mean, I I think that A.J. Brown wins more than he loses here in this matchup. And so with that, I think he could be kind of a focus. And if anything, I lean I lean towards that taking some stuff away from Devonta Smith. Like, I really do. And so if anything, I'm looking for – for unders with him. Yeah, last six games of the regular season for A.J. Brown, though, if you are targeting that those overs, just to support that thought, 95 yards, 97, 103, 181, 70, 119, wasn't exactly a murderer's row of competition, which we know has been kind of the one flack for this Eagles team coming into the Super Bowl is that their strength of schedule hasn't been what it has been for the Kansas City Chiefs. Fourth easiest strength of schedule in the NFL this year, but still really significant numbers. Devontae Smith with his number there at 60 and a half. His final games of the regular season, 67 yards, 115, 113, 126, 64, and 102. If you take a look at Dallas Goddard, who became a much bigger part of this offense down the stretch, sitting at 46 and a half yards, four and a half receptions, what that really does is affect Quez Watkins. So if you look at these splits when Goddard was on the field and when he was off the field with injury, Quez Watkins became a much higher targeted player. And then Goddard came back and then Quez Watkins just became pers- persona non grata and so when you look here I know a very popular bet has already been on Quez Watkins under from a yardage perspective I know the under on the receptions even even though it's only set at one and a half receptions has been a very popular bet as well and the thing is is what they've done now with Quez Watkins when Goddard has come back he's kind of become their shot guy he he has very low percentage balls thrown his way and so when you look and you're going like dude he only needs two catches like he only needs two catches how can I bet an under only needing two catches well the, the catch rate of the balls that are thrown his way now are just so low, right? I mean, he just has low percentage catches. And so I have a pretty strong lean to the under on Quez Watkins for when it comes to catches and certainly an under on the yardage as well. I, honestly, at this point, if you are leaning towards an over on Quez Watkins from a yardage perspective, I'm pretty sure there's an alternate market where it's just his longest catch is something like nine and a half or ten and a half yards or something. You would, you'd be better served just just betting that because it would be more likely that he gets you like one for 11 and then you're like sitting there wanting to kill yourself. Just go with like sitting, sit, sit there and do 
the over on the longest catch for him instead. Real quickly to round out that thought, the running backs there, um, something that helped me cash on Samaji Pirine a week ago, um, over two and a half receptions, talking about how Kansas City is not great when it comes to allowing receptions to running backs. Anything there with Kenneth Gainwell or Miles Sanders? I think if you are thinking that this game is going to get out of hand in favor of the Chiefs, then you're going to really like Gainwell props. And I think if you believe that this game is going to be pretty played pretty close to the vest and that this game is going to be really tight, then I think you're not liking Kenneth Gainwell props. There's a pretty big, there's a pretty big split for when games are played within one score as to the Miles Sanders snap share and things like that, as opposed to when Kenneth Gainwell's on the field. And so if you lean that direction, you probably like Kenneth Gainwell overs. If you think this game plays super, super tight, then you're probably going to be looking at Kenneth Gainwell unders. And that works for receiving or mm. rushing just in terms of the touches that he's going to get. Mm. Did anything stand out to you on the rushing board? Miles Sanders would be the one mainly for me and more just one of the other plays that you can look at with Miles Sanders, which would be just leading the leading the game in rushing yards in total. Again, I think the game plays a little bit closer than most people do. If that is the case, Miles Sanders is going to get the vast majority of the touches for this team, and he really will become kind of the bell cow back there. And that's kind of how I like approaching the rushing. And remember, again, everybody, odds and lines are subject to change with all of these props as we get closer to Super Bowl Sunday. We are going to step aside when we come back looking at some anytime and first touchdown scores. Where's the tutty money going to go? This is VSIN's final countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. If you're looking for a betting edge on football's biggest game, the VEASAN experts have got you covered. That's what we're here for. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber today with our introductory offer of just $9.99. VEASAN Pro subscribers get access to the daily recap of top plays made from VEASAN show hosts and guests. You get tools like our betting splits, deep dive, betting reports, VEASAN betting guides for all the biggest games of the season where our experts break down brackets, best bets, and props. Don't miss out, though. Again, limited time offer, vsin.com slash subscribe, $9.99. That's vsin.com slash subscribe. We are rolling along here with our Super Bowl prop edition of vsin Final Countdown. And my favorite song this time of year, props, 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 mm -hmm. props, props. Everybody, are you having yeah, fun yet? It is, it is. I, I like that. <laughs> I, we got the warning even before, so it's great. I'm ready to go. I did tell him that yes. I was going to embarrass the program yeah. to start off this segment. But but this is one of my favorite segments that we're going to do all show because we're talking tutties, baby. Anytime touchdown, first touchdown score, who's it going to be? And what's interesting for me, Matt, mm -hmm. is the Kansas City Chiefs specifically have had 14 different players this year who have scored touchdowns. That's tied for the most in franchise history for the team, which could be a good thing and a bad thing here that it does maybe open up a little bit more opportunity for some longer shot odds in the anytime touchdown market. But at the same time, it's the Super Bowl. So you're going to get the ball out to your weapons. How do you feel about the anytime touchdown market? Yeah, I mean, the favorite in this market being Travis Kelsey is incredibly Incredibly obvious, right? I mean, I the guy say, just shocking. gets yes. I mean, the guy gets every single look inside the red zone. He is the favorite target of Patrick Mahomes. He gets these super high percentage little shovel passes as well. I mean, they, that's the other thing about Kelsey that increases his likelihood of scoring so incredibly much is they get down to like the two yard line and they don't even run the ball, right? They just do the little shovel pass to him and then he gets in the end zone with that. And so I get the minus one thirty on Travis Kelsey. 
I probably won't be betting a minus 130 prop in, from an anytime touchdown standpoint, but I, I completely and totally get it. I think the one that really stands out more to me, Dallas Goddard has been, like I said, since he's come back from injury, Dallas Goddard has really become a focus for this team. And certainly with Jalen Hurts out there, he's looking Goddard's way early and often. And once they get down in the red zone, I think he does have some matchup advantages as well when he gets down there. Plus 145 of any of these shorter shot guys. I would be far more likely to bet on a Goddard at plus 145 than certainly laying any money, the minus 130, meaning I'm having to bet $130 to win 100, right? I'd much rather bet my 100 to win 145 on a guy like Dallas Goddard, who I think is, sure, a little bit longer to to score a touchdown than Travis Kelsey, but I don't think it's as much as maybe these odds imply. Goddard did only have three touchdowns in the regular season, but he has one in the playoffs already here as well. I did lay it with Travis Kelsey just because mm-hmm. I do feel fairly confident that he's going to get in the end zone. Had a receiving touchdown in five straight postseason games, three already in the two games here, these playoffs. And, I mean, Mahomes and Kelsey have connected for 13 touchdowns together in the playoffs, second most in postseason history between a quarterback and pass catcher, second only to Brady and Gronk. So not too shabby in numbers there. As far as, like, some running back options here, I was initially drawn a little bit to Miles Sanders, but I Mm kind of think – And I know it very much so depends on how this usage spreads out between Kenneth Gainwell and Boston Scott. The Eagles do rotate backs pretty often, but if this is a close game like we think, obviously Miles Sanders probably going to get the bulk of these touches. But I kind of liked the idea of splitting my money between Gainwell and Scott each to have one because if one of them hits, then you're going to be profitable in this spot at 4-1 to or plus 450. Boston Scott has four touchdowns his last five games. Can he make it five? He's only averaging about six touches per game in that span, but has certainly made the most of them. Yeah, he's found a nose for the end zone. But one of the things that I did as I was researching for this one is – they really do want to keep Miles Sanders on the field as long as the game is kind of game script neutral, which is basically the score the score being within one score of the game. And, and I don't see a scenario in which this thing kind of gets out of hand one way or the other. Now, it certainly could, but I don't – that's not how I forecast this game going. So I think Miles Sanders finds himself on the field much more than those guys right there. I don't think the opportunities really are going to be there – as much. I mean, for me, I would see it more likely almost Jalen Hurts calling his own number. That that being mm-hmm. said, that one is minus 105 for him to do that than, he, than it would be even something like a Kenneth Gainwell or a Boston Scott. That brings me to the other quarterback, though. And Patrick Mahomes sitting at plus 450. The one thing we do know, like I said, if he sees a lane, he'll run. They don't do design quarterback runs very often. And I don't expect there to be some sort of design quarterback run for Patrick Mahomes to, to get into the end zone. But This guy is one of the best, if not the very best, at just running around and running around and running around until the defense has no idea what's going on, and then he sees that little lane, and then he'll just jump it. And so Mahomes at plus 450, I think, is at least fairly interesting from an anytime touchdown perspective, specifically, too, if you are one of the people that are backing the over in this game, you think there's going to be more points scored in this game, you think there's going to be a lot of opportunities for these teams to score, then, of course, that increases the likelihood for Patrick Mahomes as well. Okay, let's get into the first touchdown side of things for my instant gratification peeps out there. Our wonderful producer, Stephanie Kamershack, all year long has been compiling first touchdown data. So if you go to vcin.com, 
Search in first touchdown score. You're going to find this incredible tracker that for every team in the playoffs has the lowdown of who has scored first, if it's been the first touchdown for their team or the game, all of that broken down for you. And her numbers have shown both of these teams excellent at getting into the end zone. First, Philly has scored in 13 of their 19 games this season. KC scoring first 12 uh, in 12 of their 19. Both have also scored first in each of their respective games so far this postseason. That said, her system has, uh, in this postseason, has the team that has scored more. So in this case, it's going to be the Eagles, has won nine of the 11 in just the team scoring first. And that is a minus 115 either side of this thing. So if you think the Eagles have had the advantage here, um, in terms of the overall numbers, they're going to score minus 115. As far as the players go, obviously the odds are much longer for these. So casual bettors love to bet them because you can lay 10, 20 bucks down mm. and get a significant profit. What names stand out to you? Yeah, and if you've never bet these before, it has to be the very first touchdown of the game. So just be aware if you have a chief in your portfolio and the Eagles get the ball first and they go down and score, that's just uh, those, those bets are losers. So just if you're not aware of how this works, it is one of the deals where the the actual first scorer of the entire game. Listen, I, I'm, I think that this Eagles team is, is a truck, right? And I'm very much interested in props when it comes to them. If I was interested in any time touchdown with Dallas Goddard, I'm certainly interested in a first overall touchdown mm -hmm. with Dallas Goddard at 11 to one. One of the things with this chiefs team, they've been really bad against slot receivers. And I think whenever they get down into the red zone, they'll probably just line Dallas Goddard up more as a slot receiver than opposed to, being in the traditional tight end spot because you do have those two studs on the outside at receiver and then you can kind of put Goddard in there at slot and create a kind of a mismatch there with his body. And you look at the the tight end position, they did give up nine different touchdowns over the course of the season, two tight ends, which was seventh most in the NFL. So I, I have a love affair with Dallas Goddard. Listen, I have a love affair <laughs> with, with Dallas Goddard when it comes to uh, scoring touchdowns in this game. And so probably at 11 to one would be we're getting some uh, some action from me. And I have a love affair yeah. with Travis Kelsey in this market. Mm -hmm. So we're both targeting tight ends here. It's plus 650. He's cashed this ticket for betters um, in both the divisional round and the conference title game. He scored the first touchdown for the Chiefs eight times this season, six of which have also been the first touchdown for the game. Um, Jarek McKinnon at 11 to 1 actually has the second most opening touchdowns for the Chiefs. So mm -hmm. that was another option out there. But your boy Patrick Mahomes, you talk about him potentially getting yeah. the end zone. Could it be first? Because back in the 2019 season when Mahomes beat my San Francisco 49ers yeah. which you don't want to talk about he was able to get in the end zone then listen the thing is is they'd love to get him outside of the pocket and they didn't do a ton of that with this ankle injury we expect this ankle to be fine mm -hmm. so if he's able if he's being mobile and, and trying to create plays like I said to one specifically like they roll him out from the three yard line and he's rolling right and then the defenders have to stay back because they can't just attack Mahomes because he does all those crazy little passes and all the stuff he does to get the ball out so they keep staying back and staying back and guarding their guy and then he just kind of falls into the end zone I mean I think that's very very uh, from a 25 to 1 perspective a very enticing bet. yeah first quarter one yard mm -hmm. line mm -hmm. I can see it happening I'm just saying I'm trying to see if there's any other names that stood out to me I mean maybe Jalen Hurts too we talk about the mobile quarterback aspect he's actually been the most active first touchdown scorer for Philly had six this year um, being the first touchdown scorer for his team only three of those were the first of the game but I think there's a similar possibility that you could see him mm -hmm. scamper into the end zone oh for sure like I said this is all bets are off in this one. Mm -hmm. So I expect him to run as if this was, you know, game two of the season. Yeah, there are. I mean, 
we're talking first touchdowns here, but there are so many interesting markets available on DraftKings right now. In addition to just first touchdowns, you have will the team that scores first win or lose? You can bet either side of it. You can bet team total touchdowns for the game. Both of these squads sitting at over under two and a half, the exact number of touchdowns per team, uh, getting even more in the minutia. What's the first offensive play going to be? Who is going to get into the red zone first? All of these different things, the list goes on and on. So I think something that's important for us to reinforce here is if you think that something can happen in the Super Bowl, there's probably a market There's out there available for you to bet. Likely <laughs> a market available out there. Chiefs over two and a half touchdowns at juice to minus 180, plus 140 on the under. Eagles over three and a half at plus 155, minus 210 if you want the under three and a half touchdowns. We have been all offense at this point. We're going to give defense and special teams a little love when we come back. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. 
I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe will win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, <laughs> he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is VSIN's Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back to VEASAN Final Countdown. This segment of the program presented by Zinn Nicotine Pouches, the surprisingly simple way to enjoy nicotine. Look, most nicotine products can be too complicated to use, don't give you the satisfaction you're looking for, but Zinn Nicotine Pouches might surprise you. Zinn's made with six simple ingredients and is completely tobacco leaf free. Plus, it offers up to one hour of nicotine satisfaction per pouch. You can buy Zinn online or find a store near you at Zinn.com. That's Z-Y-N.com. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. And I am addicted to the prop betting markets for Super Bowl 57 ahead. We are having so much fun on this special edition of VSIN Final Countdown, focusing on all things props. And so far, it's been all things offense, Matt. It's time to turn our attention to the defensive side of the ball, give special teams a little bit of love. I know how much you love soccer, so kickers yes. will be exciting for you to get to. Um, but let's start talking a little bit of defense here because we know how electric this Eagles pass rush is. 78 sacks between the regular season and postseason. Third most in NFL history. First team ever with four players to have 12 sacks or more in a single season. So, as we look at some of the numbers available for whether it's team sacks or sacks in the game, anything that stood out to you more than the rest? I think this is a moment where we can look at something and say sometimes these heavily juiced props are the very best ones to bet. Now, they do not fit inside everybody's bankroll, and I fully understand that, but the reason you're looking at the minus 750 for both teams to record a sack is because it is so incredibly <laughs> highly likely that both teams are going to record a sack. And I know it seems very, very enticing to bet the plus 550 on the no, but it is just very, very unlikely that both of these teams are not going to have at least one sack, specifically with how these defensive lines have been playing of late and specifically with how both of these quarterbacks also play that's another thing for us to consider right is if Patrick Mahomes runs around and in, in a circle eight times or whatever and all this and then doesn't find someone and then tries to run back to the line of scrimmage but a guy just mm-hmm. you know gets in gets him by the shoelace and he falls down that's a sack that's a sack. You know, that's and, and, an and, important and, distinction I think for betters that that's a sack yeah. that's not a tackle for a loss right. that's and, a sack and, and it's the same deal with and it's the same deal with Hurts right I mean a guy that can create a guy that can that they probably will and likely give the full-on go to try to do whatever he can, you know, back there in the pocket and stuff. And so that's for me in this one, it's you look at it, it's like if you, all I can say is if you have the bankroll, it's probably a plus EV bet. I wouldn't say that it's for everyone, but if you are, have that, if you have that kind of tolerance, certainly, uh, certainly something you get in your account and feel pretty good about. Any feel for the over under five and a half? Like, is there potential for this to get a little bit sack happy here because I, I just mentioned the Eagles number specifically, but the chiefs offensive line 16th in pass protection. And, and we know to your point about Casey's pass rush. I mean, they're led by one of the best de- uh, interior defensive linemen in the NFL and Chris Jones. It, it's no surprise that we see that the 
team with the most sacks is juiced to the Eagles, and it doesn't really necessarily have all that much to do with the defensive line as much as it does with just the opportunities for them mm -hmm. to get those sacks, right? Because the more a guy drops back, the more opportunities it is to sack him, and we expect, due to all the projections and everything, that Patrick Mahomes is likely to throw more passes than Jalen Hurts is in this game, and the more dropbacks, more likelihood you are to get a sack. So that makes perfect sense to me. I think that that is certainly it would be an Eagles or pass for me from that standpoint, and even more so if you are believing that the Eagles are going to to win this game or if you believe the Eagles are actually going to handle this game, then you would love the Eagles side of that because that would make, mean even more pass attempts for Patrick Mahomes, right? That's even more pass attempts for Patrick Mahomes and fewer pass attempts for Jalen Hurts because in turn, if they're winning and winning handily, they're going to be running the ball a whole lot more. So if he's not dropping back, there's fewer chances for sacks. And so everything can be correlated with a bet like that, depending on how you think the game's going to play out. Okay, so then specific players – are you targeting Hassan Reddick? Are you tar like who are you looking at in that market from the Eagles side of things? If you think that they're going to be the more sack happy team, yeah. So if we take a look, these are all look these are all at either zero point seven five sacks or zero point two five sacks because as you know, you can get a half sack. This is why people are probably going, "What do you mean? What is this? Zero point two five? Zero point seven five? Yes, you can get a half sack in a game, which is why they are." listed as, as 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 they are. And so Chris Jones, 0 0.75, Josh Sweat, 0 0.75, Brandon Graham, 0 0.75. Then you get to Hassan Reddick at 0 0.25, Fletcher Cox also at 0 0.25. Now, if you look at these numbers, it is kind of highly correlated to what we were just talking about from a overall team sack perspective is you would be looking at an Eagles, you'd be looking at Eagles players, and I'm going to say almost exclusively, but certainly giving them a much deeper look if you believe in the fact that Patrick Mahomes is going to get sacked exponentially more times than Jalen Hurts is in this game, right? And you don't want to be looking at that. I don't like a ton of the Chiefs ones anyway because I think it will be a more run-heavy approach from the Eagles as it is. Like, that's kind of how I feel like they want to play this game. That's kind of how I think if they control it, that's the best route for them to win in the game. So... I would be leaning more towards Eagles players than I would Chiefs players. I just can't get away from Chris Jones. And maybe I it's mean, no, he is, he's amazing. <laughs> I mean, like, there's well, a reason why he's minus 110 on the over of, of 0 0.75. I was absolutely shook mm. that the AFC Championship was the first postseason game where he actually had a sack. He took mm. Joe Burrow down twice in that game, had five quarterback hits. Um, in 11 of his last 13 games, he's been able to get to an opposing team's quarterback, 15 and a half sacks in that time. I, if I had to fix somebody, I would put my money on Chris Jones minus 110 to get things done. That's just how I feel. But are you ready to talk kickers, my friend? Of course, always ready to talk <laughs> kickers. Okay, so similar to what we have in Saks Market, and there's mm -hmm. various options that you can go down. Uh, kickers, same thing, because you have field goals made, field goal yards, what the longest one is going to make, shortest one, and kicking points, who's going to do what. Um, obviously, our kickers in this one, Harrison Butker and Jake Elliott. So let's take a gander here. Total field goals for the game, over under sitting at just three and a half. This is for me an underplay, but the juice now has gotten so so high that I don't know if it's something that I would be very interested in. Two dollars will not make you. Holla. Yeah, because like I said, it is this this is a Chiefs team that really struggles in the red zone. I mean, they give up touchdowns. If, it, if teams get down there, they score on this team, and so you're almost looking then at that point saying like, well, how many field goals do we think the Chiefs are going to get, and is it like? One from the Eagles and all that. So once we really start having to like dissect it that that hard, it's something that for me, I'm just going to go ahead 
and pass on. I mean, if you look at the total yardage from a field goal standpoint, I think that's almost even more interesting than it is the total field goals made because if you think that they get inside of the red zone, they're just going to be scoring touchdowns, then it would almost be like they would have to be kicking longer field goals in order for mm-hmm. field goals to be getting kicked anyway, right? And so the almost you'd be looking at the over on the total yardage from that standpoint if you think that there's actually going to be three or you know four field goals kicked in this game then most likely those field goals are going to be you know from 35 40 45 yards out you know at some point at least the majority of them and so that's how I would bet it as okay. opposed to kind of like the the actual field goals made itself both these kickers do have a leg um so I mean mm-hmm. but it's all dependent on situations for the longest and shortest field goals but um, so far this postseason, Harrison Bucker has had longs of 45 and 50, did hit a 62-yarder against Buffalo earlier this season. For Elliott, in the postseason, his longs have just been 30 and 31 yards, but of the year, 56 yards. There's also props available for kicking points. So for Harrison Bucker, we're sitting over under seven and a half juice minus 125 to the over he's gone over in both games so far counting for 20 points Elliot also seven and a half but his price for the over just minus 105 he had seven points against San Francisco because he was largely on extra point duty but I mean that's been the situation for the Eagles at this point right so now you go and you try to decompose how their points are going to come and how many points you think they're going to score and then you start to reverse engineer all of this and so with Butker sitting at the seven and a half, you're basically going to be needing a couple of field goals out of him, right? I mean, that's just, you're going to need two field goals and then two touchdowns then get you there. That's the interesting kind of breakdown here from this because I think that that is far more appealing to me again than the Jake Elliott one because I don't think that Jake Elliott is going to be having to kick as many field goals maybe as Butker would be. So over on Butker or pass, under on Elliott or pass. Um, also just kind of a fun prop out there available at DraftKings. Any field goal or extra point to hit an upright plus 450 on the yes. Obviously, this is not something that happens all the time. That's why it's minus 650 to the no, but kind of a fun plus money prop. We're going to end out this hour of the show like we always do with a VEASAN pro tip. Go to VEASAN.com for pro tips every hour here on the network. Um, great stuff, separatable from show and by sport. But for this one, I mean, we're just talking about overbetting in the Super Bowl. There's so many options and opportunities to bet. Obviously, you want to have fun and get into markets, but I mean, like, don't go over your bankroll and get too crazy with some of these big long shot props. Yeah, no, absolutely, and especially the super, the super long shot ones are super long shot ones for a reason. <laughs> yes. So definitely be be cautious with throwing it out there. It's not to say you can't have some fun bets in yes. your account. We're all going to have fun bets in our account for the Super Bowl. You're going to get together with your friends. You want to be able to, to sweat different things that are going on, but do it responsibly. Yes, as always, responsibility is key. VSIN.com, uh, again, where you can find all of those pro tips each hour. We'll be right back. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.